Hi, my name is Kevin McQuillan, and the following pre-recorded conversations are my attempt to make sense of the human experience through the practice of yoga. I hope you enjoy. Uh, my name is Kevin. This is my place, Peace Retreat. I've been here for 12 years, nestled into the jungle, doing stuff just like this. So welcome. Nice to have you. I'm going to move into practice. Uh, I often like the shape of the practice, so why I'm teaching what I'm teaching and attempt to give you some information. And so perhaps my teaching and what I'm saying and where I'm moving you make sense to you. And that's the idea is that your practice makes sense to you. That's useful. Otherwise, what are you doing? Just kind of flopping around in your mat, being aimless. And being aimless is not a good idea. Sometimes, okay. Most of the time, not so great. It's... Um, can lead us into some trouble being aimless in this world. So, up on the board, what you'll notice is some distinctions about why I'm teaching what I'm teaching. And the focus of this class is on hips. Oh my goodness. By request. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, some hips. So, that's the focus of this practice this morning. We hold a lot of things in our hips, experiences and emotions indeed, and I'll explain a little bit about that. So, up on the board, the left side left hip, we have a tendency of holding sadness and disappointment. Plenty of things to be sad about. Life in and of itself is kind of a sad journey in some ways, not all the way, in some ways, and it is full of disappointment. That is true as well, and we have a tendency of holding on to these experiences, and we do that in the left hip. On the right side, so we have to hold this experience of compulsion, like coercion, and codependency, and that's that can be the case sometimes when we're feeling sad and disappointed is we get codependent. I'm sad. Make me feel better. Do something for me. Make me some soup. Tell me I'm a good person. I don't know, whatever. And so that's how these things can reinforce each other. We can get codependent uh, on other people based on our emotional state. And if you've ever experienced that, you have because you're a human being, you get a sense of what I'm speaking about. And the idea is that you get a sense of what I'm speaking about and relate to this conversation in your own unique way. Otherwise, you're just kind of doing your own thing. That's okay too sometimes. It'll be very difficult to teach you something if you're just kind of doing your own thing. This leads me into more of my teaching approach and the two sides of my teaching approach, and you could say the cornerstone of my teaching in some ways, that I attempt to shape the two sides of us, where we've split somewhere along in life. We've split, and you can see that there's, you potentially see that there's two sides of you. A side of you that is deeply committed to misery, and then the other side of you that's deeply committed to your value structure, and doing great things and being a force of good in this world. Both exist. On the left side of the board is more of this automatic state that we can find ourselves in. Unconscious. You know, just our unconscious doing us in some ways. Motiva motivated by misery and the unwillingness to change. There's parts of you, parts of us, that are unwilling to change. We don't want to change. We grip to the past. We like to hold on to things that we know. I'd rather have this than the unknown. The unknown is terrifying, so I don't want the unknown. I want what I have. I'd rather stay the same and degenerate. <clears throat> it's a hell of a statement. 
This is a statement we can make to ourselves sometimes. I'd rather not change, and I'll attempt to force other people to change so I can feel better about myself. And that leads us into the cycle of dis-ease. You could ask yourself, well, what that is? What is the cycle of disease? What is the cycle of disease? And I'll explain it to you in some fashion. This is like an overview. <laughs> we have a tendency of holding on to fear and shame in our life. There's a lot of reasons that we are fearful, and there's a lot of reasons why we hold on to shame. You just have to look at your past to, to see examples of that. And if it's true in the past, it'll be true in the future. So fear and shame can move us. They're two fundamental emotions in, in our existence as a human being, and they manifest into strategies. I don't want to feel fearful. I don't want to show myself as a fear-based individual. I don't want to show other people that I am ashamed or holding shame, so I'll produce strategies. Two strategies that we tend to play out in our lives is people-pleasing and perfectionism. Proving and performing. I am not that, don't see me as this, see me as this. This is how I want you to see me. A persona. And then you could ask yourself in this conversation, hmm, I wonder which one I play out more often than the other. Am I a people-pleaser? Or am I a perfectionist? And you're both, but one's more predominant. That would be useful for you to understand. Do you play out the people pleaser or do you play out the perfectionist? Which ultimately leads us into silence and hiding. Silence and hiding. We go silent in some ways. Where we suffer in silence, we can do that. And I could imagine there's something you're silent about right now in your life. There's something you're not saying. That could be true, and probably is true. Which leads us into separation, and separation leads us into isolation. Kind of a heavy thing to take on in the morning. But this is how we lead ourselves into misery. And if you've ever been miserable, or spent time around somebody that's miserable, it's unpleasant. It's an unpleasant experience, and sometimes we're miserable. And we have lots of reasons to be miserable, that is for sure. You could say this is the automatic setting of a human being. You could say that. And so if we're not conscious and paying attention, that's what we slip into. The opposite of this is much more uplifting. <laughs> Thankfully, more uplifting, which I call the hierarchy of intimacy. And I'll explain this in some detail. And so, the intentional side of us is grant yourself the right to exist. Now, not everybody grants themselves that right to exist. Some people are deeply committed to destroying themselves. Absolutely. Be on the side of you that's good for you. Which is interesting. I like that perspective. Be on the side of you that's good for you. You have to understand what's good for you. That's what I see this practice of yoga as. How to get on the side of you that's good for you. Which isn't so easy at times. But worth the pursuit. Which all starts with vulnerabilities, I see it. The attempt to be vulnerable in this world. I spend a lot of time working with people on their relationship to vulnerability. Because it's often skewed. And it goes something like this. Don't be vulnerable because it's a bad idea and you're going to get hurt. So don't. It goes something like that. <clears throat> and if we choose not to be vulnerable, 
there's a lack of authenticity that we have. And so the idea is to be vulnerable so you can have this expression of authenticity, which supports a particular kind of communication that leads you into connection with self and other people. That's nice. And manifests into intimacy. Something you want, and probably more of in life. I haven't met somebody yet that says, no, nah, I'm kind of topped up on the intimacy. I don't need any more of that in my life. I haven't met anybody that says that yet. <laughs> and so in part, that's the pursuit, is developing greater intimacy in our lives, which is a recipe in some ways. It's a practice. It doesn't just occur. And that's why it's so difficult to get there and stay there, in this experience of intimacy. I see myself on this board in a whole host of different ways. I see myself as the outsider. That's the left side of the board where I've led myself into misery in my life. The outsider where I feel unsafe and separate from others. I've lived most of my life that way, I'd say. And then the insider where I can actually develop an experience of safety and belonging with people. And that's my attempt here at Peace Retreat is to collect a bunch of people and see if we can experience some semblance of safety and togetherness and intimacy together. Which does not just happen. This is like a weird experiment I've been after for 12 years, collecting a bunch of random people in the jungle and see what the hell happens. <laughs> and sometimes it works out brilliantly. Thankfully, most of the time, it works out pretty good. And so I just wanted to offer this to you today. This is a, an element to my teaching, why I teach what I teach. To bring clarity and definition to the two sides of us. Some call it like, you know, the shadow side and the light side, these kinds of things. Whatever you want to call it. The tendency is to avoid the left side of the board. It's a bad idea. The idea is to integrate into the left side of the board. So there's more of you to draw on to wake up, to pay attention, and that's what this practice is about. Get a hold of yourself <laughs> and to work through what you need to work through as an individual. Nobody knows that more than you. Otherwise, you're hiding from yourself. If you're hiding from yourself, you're hiding from other people, and that does not bode well for intimacy. So, hips. Are you ready, Renee? <laughs> no. No, I don't want to feel, damn it. <laughs> So it's a weird practice, you know? It's a very strange practice. We collect together, we move around, we breathe. There's things that come up. And the idea is to understand what's coming up and what's arising, because they're lessons. And so pay attention to the lessons your body's attempting to give you through this practice and see how it goes. And perhaps you'll be wiser as a consequence of your efforts 60 minutes from now. We'll see. Seem reasonable? Can you see yourself on this board in some ways? You are the insider and you are the outsider. <laughs> so be the insider this morning. All right, everybody. Enough of me yakking. You see on the other side. <laughs>